with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the and welcome to another fine edition of Ghost Chronicles, The Next Generation, The Youngins, as we like to say. I am Ron Kulik, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable, the mystical, the magical, the macabre, New England's own Van Helsink, and with me, all the way from the land of the East, <laughs> the blonde bombshell herself, and Kerrigan. And good evening, everybody. How good are night. you? Well, you know, better than nothing. Uh, and and by the youngin', youngin um, I assume you mean me. Of course, of course. Uh-huh. Right. Well, we know it's not you. Oh, that was mean. <laughs> oh, and Well, you're like 100 and something years old, right? And, and she laughs on top of it. Yes, I'll be 110 next week or a week yeah, after. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, maybe that's young in your family. I'm so sorry. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Whatever. Man, I can still kick your ass, you know. Okay. You just try it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. One of these days when we go on one of our road trips, we're going to have to go to a gym somewhere. And we'll see oh, yeah? Drop. We'll see who drops first. Okay. All right. You it's know on. You know it's what I'm on. Saying? Bring it, girl. Bring it. It's, anyway. it's on, Van Helsing. Okay. You got it. <laughs> and anyway, speak, speaking about on, next week we will have another uh, edition of our video broadcast uh, yes. from uh, East Bridgewater, and uh, we will have somebody on. <laughs> We're going to be having the guys from the Bridgewater Triangle, the documentary. Oh, uh, yeah, Manny Samolare, Aaron Kaju, and John Sousa, and... Uh, they're all going to come on and talk to us about, uh, you know, how they're, where they're going with this documentary. They've been tremendously well received. Uh, I'm going to have a little little trailer for everybody to watch for those who haven't uh, caught it yet, and uh, it'll be a fun show. Yeah, it's great. It's uh, it'll be awesome, and uh, this is our sixth one, I believe. Uh, yes, and... number six, six months. How did that happen? Wow. Well, let me know when it gets to be nine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Why, are you going to give birth? I mean, what? Yeah, well, you never know. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Anyways, uh, we have a good show tonight because we have a young lady with us who, it's so funny, you know, how the universe works. And, uh, you know, I've met her in Salem one time. In fact, she did a spell for me for Spectral Evidence event that I've done over 10 years in, in Salem every October. Can you believe that? That's a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is a witch. She is a medium. And she is also the co-host of her own radio show on Pararex. And she is Lily Alley, if I said it right. Lily, are you there? I'm here. And yes, you said it right. Yay. <laughs> Hi, Lily. Hi, how are you? I'm and great. Mr. 
Mr. Van Helsing, Ron does not remember. He met me even before then because John Alley took me to one of his slide presentations way back over where Billy's store used to be. Remember by the gallery? Oh, my God. That's a long time ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> a very long time ago. He was only like 95 then. Right, right. <laughs> so, so, Lily, I mean, it's so funny. You know, I, I, you know, I met you, and you meet people in life, and and especially myself. And 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 I'm not saying this in any way or or anything, but I've met so many people in my life, and 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 I really have problems remembering everybody, which is <laughs> I feel so bad. Oh, memory's but the first thing to go. You it know? is. It is. You know, you know. Oh, don't say that. No, I have the same problem. Yeah. I mean, my, my mother had always warned me to stop doing that, but uh, anyways, that's what happens. It's, so anyways, the um, I, I I had this great opportunity, and, and that spell you gave me, I, I've used it so many times. And did, you, did you ever see the picture um, that we got when we used it? No, I heard about it from Kelly Spangler, but I didn't I didn't see it. It is phenomenal. Uh, it was taken by another uh, medium, uh, medium rare. This one is your <laughs> happy medium. She's medium rare. Uh, Leslie, <laughs> Leslie, um, what the heck? Martin. Martin, thank you, dear. And um, <laughs> there's yeah, that only, memory thing again. Yeah, I know. I only know there you go. And and as I did the spell, and um, she took a picture, and it got this face, actually it's got a lot of faces, but it's got this huge face at, at the uh, Howard mm-hmm. Street Cemetery. It was it was a really cool picture. Yes, it was. That's excellent. That is excellent. <laughs> and and the spell, of course, you did, we, we actually got to reintroduce you because we, we haven't really uh, properly introduced you. But anyways, um, <laughs> the, spell you, the spell you gave me was with uh, fire, uh, earth, Wind and water. Yep, and we I, pulled in. We pulled in the elements. Exactly. I like to pull in the elements. And, and it works great because I used I used it in the spell as I did it. I used I used dirt cemetery dirt. I used water and I used um, actually the air from the cemetery. The and and then finally I even had um, I I got one of those. Um, uh, finger flames from the magic shop, and I even yes. used that to produce the flame. At, and, and these were each one as we did the spell. So it, it's really a, a dramatic experience, and it, it comes out pretty cool. And, and I thank you so much for that. And oh, thank you. Yeah. And I have seen him. That for you. <laughs> I've seen him in action. He does a pretty good job with it. Oh, That's we, excellent. I thought we were going to talk about that on the air anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Not going there. Okay. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> the any, anyways, um, Lily, you are, first of all, you should give out your website. Okay. LilyAlley.com. I spell it L-I-L-L-E-E-A-L-L-E-E. Okay. Dot com. And you are a medium since age 15. You started doing tarot cards. Um, it's a funny story. Um, I, I dealt with strange feelings around three to four, and I've talked about that on my show. 
And I was in a Latin club, which I was a very nice little geeky nerd <laughs> and admit to it. And we had a international fair to raise money for our language programs at Fayetteville Manlius High School where I went. And they said, we need an oracle. And I said, oh, me, me, me. <laughs> and so I would say that was my first experience as a professional psychic. Oh, wow. Wow. So it's sort of funny because a lot of people say they weren't allowed to bring their cards or anything like that to school. Mm -hmm. And I was tolerated. Of course, I was in honor society, so they didn't really know what to do with me. <laughs> you know, they couldn't really complain about it. Uh -huh. So um, it turned out very well for everybody involved. And it was my first professional little gig. But I didn't stick with that. I continued on my own little path and only did it privately. And then, uh -huh. you know, back in the day when we were doing you know, hunting for ghosts, we didn't have all these neat little machineries. Right. And so we were using things like candles and, and like pendulums and anything we could use mm -hmm. in the late 70s, early 80s. And so it's come a long way. And that's really refreshing to see. Uh, it is. A, I mean, it, there there are some good points and some bad points. And, uh, you know, some of these, uh, the equipment, uh, you know, I'd rather use a pendulum at time than some of this crazy stuff that they've invented now. Yeah, me so. too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, really? Yeah. You know how to use the pendulum? Oh, Ron, do, do you really have to go here every single time? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Ron taught me how to use a pendulum. Okay. There you go. We got it out of the way. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, got it. She, she's my prodigy. Yeah. I'm yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, Alex, I'm going to get killed tonight. I know that. Yes, you are. Uh, Maybe yeah. later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, Lily, um, so when you first started doing this, and this is way back, uh, you know, there were a lot of people, and it wasn't in the forefront it is now. I mean, were you comfortable doing it, and and how were you uh, received by uh, by your peers? Oh, that's an excellent question. No one's ever asked that of me before, and I think that's an excellent question. Mm -hmm. Let me start by saying this. I'm an only child, okay? okay? And I am one of those people who you'll never hear telling horror stories about my parents. My parents were phenomenal. They were also both social studies teachers. <laughs> so... They were sort of um, determined not to kill my creativity. Mm -hmm. And my father has even said that to me recently. He is still alive. And he's often, you know, I often say to him, why didn't you, why didn't you let them do what you did? And he's often said, I never wanted to kill your creativity. And so when I started talking about things in the closet, for example, I was never told to shut up and, you know, stay in bed. I was asked what things went to the closet, what things from the closet. Mm -hmm. Okay. When I thought I saw things, I was, it was open enough to ask. That's good. And that was an incredible situation for me because I was not taught not to, um, do you hear all my wolves? Um, those, those dogs. <laughs> yeah, those, all my dogs. They're um, babies. So they are. They're furry babies, and there's <laughs> lots of them here. But I was always taught to ask and question. I was never taught that this was stupid or I didn't see it. And so when I work with couples that have a child that they think may have a gift, 
the first thing I say is stop having it scare you or the child and ask the right question. Mm-hmm. Because, okay. you know, and there's a big difference between an imaginary friend and someone who is still in the house that maybe should or shouldn't be there. And by the way you ask the question to the child is the way you're going to get the answers you need. Right. You know, mm-hmm. the imaginary friend tends to do whatever the child wants to do. Do you see what I mean? And the imaginary okay. friend will go over, you know, to the bus stop and the imaginary friend will play checkers, whatever. Um, when it happens in a particular room and the child is saying, and I, I don't want to say it like a horror story, but, you know, when the child is saying that they're getting input from the imaginary friend, that's when you should look into this a little carefully. Okay. All right. And so that was never turned off in me. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to learn to filter, but <laughs> it was never turned off. That's great. That's a major, major thing. A lot of the mediums I've talked to, a lot of psychics that I know who are excellent psychics, mm-hmm. they had to fight that in themselves to become what they are now. Right. I didn't have to fight that. And I can't thank my parents enough for that because that's the hardest thing is to deprogram and reprogram people. If they're not afraid to begin with, you're okay. I'm, I don't, I was just watching last night, Ron, and I don't know if you like the show or not, but I don't. It's called When Ghosts Attack. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's on Destination America. Oh, and, I haven't even heard of that one. Oh, they're going to make oh, yeah. it, <laughs> And it, it's very good stories, okay? Mm-hmm. But, again, um, all firsthand, and you have to wonder, um, like I do, is when somebody says they have a bad dog. Okay, Um I need to know and watch the dog before I can tell them if it's indeed a bad dog. Um, A lot of times it's what we do that creates the reaction with the dog, and a lot of times it's what we do that creates the bad reaction with the spirit. Certainly, sometimes you're going to get a bad reaction, just like with somebody you meet on the street that just, you know, hates you for no reason. You're going (laughs) to have miscommunication, and you're going to have to deal with that. But in general, okay, in general, um, I don't feel that, except on TV, does every ghost hunter run into these terribly bad ghosts. I just, I I have not experienced that in all my years of dealing with things and being a medium. I have not felt the need to be fearful. Um, There's been one seance we shut down because of negative energy, and that's one in all my years. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I had something. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, had, um, I have a friend who, um, I'm a face painter, and she's also a fellow face painter, but she's also uh, psychic. Um, and she asked me once, she said, so she said, you aren't, you know, um, you know, sensitive or psychic or whatever you want to call it. And she said, so you just go in when you do an investigation, you just go in blind. And I said, well, I, I guess. <laughs> you know, I, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I said, well, I guess I do because I'm not a psychic, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still going to go in. I, I think so, but you know what's funny about that? Can I ask you a question on that? Sure. Why is it so frightening that people think we go in blind when, when you go into a job interview, you're going in blind? 
Uh-huh. When you're going to a party of a friend of a friend, you're going in blind, mm-hmm. and no one asks you questions like that. They wouldn't say, well, you know, are you sure you want to go into this interview? You don't know what he's going to ask you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. for us, it, I, I don't like to know. I, I, there are some groups, and you know this, Ron, that <laughs> like to um, tell people what's, what they're supposed to see. I don't believe in that because that in really infects my mind. Oh, right. Because then I wonder if there's something wrong with me if I don't find the little girl in the kitchen when instead I find a dog in the basement. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think what she meant more by going in blind was going in unprotected, not knowing if there's, you know, a, a, a bad spirit in there. And again, I use my same, I have to tell you, I use my exact same examples. Um, how do you know it's not a bad interview, that it's really a fake interview from Craigslist where the guy's going to be a hatchet murderer? Yeah. Or you go to the party and everybody said it was going to be this nice party and it turns out they're all doing drugs and you have to get yourself out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we come in protected wherever we go if we're smart. You and I, being psychics, can't walk into the nail salon without having your filters up because otherwise you're going to psychic snoop, which can be fun, but not (laughs) quite ethical. And um, I also don't want to feel the woman's divorce next to me while I'm having my titties done. Right. Right. Okay. I want to be on off time. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so you, you are protected. Have you explained that to her? I'm sure you've tried. But a lot of people don't get that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I yeah, I just, you know, I had never thought about it before. You know, that, I mean, yeah, I mean, and we go in and I mean, you can say prayers. And like, I know Ron's always got the uh, uh, Ron special mix there. His special, special blend. blend. Ron's special blend. So, you know, mm. I'll just stand in back of him. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> holy water. Yeah, his holy water and first. Yeah. Yeah, his holy water and his big ass cross and Yeah. Take, take him, he's old. <laughs> take him first. <laughs> but you know you know if you I've you heard must... it's a really bad place. If I've heard it's a really bad place. Yeah. Um, for example, Oakwood Cemetery here in Syracuse mm-hmm. has some very interesting vibes. Okay? Oh, and I studied that there. cemetery. Oh, you should. I've studied this cemetery for about 30 years, seriously. Mm-hmm. And um, before that, I was running in and running out. I will not go in there without one of my dogs who's sensitive. That's the cemetery the we went to. Pick up Oakwood and Syracuse? Yes. Oh, my God, that's right. We did go there. Ron, and, Ron you and I went there with, with uh, Jerry and uh, Brian from... Yeah, from the um, Hollywood. And in, fact, in fact, we both have pieces of glass from there. Yes, we do. From the chapel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Tell us about that. This is interesting. Yes. Ooh, we definitely want to hear about it now. <laughs> oh, the chapel's very interesting. There's a lot of history in that chapel. Mm-hmm. So you went in blind. You didn't know about the chapel. No, we didn't know anything about the cemetery. We, we you know, we're not from there, as they say. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. The chapel is really fascinating because um, now they have been trying to restore the chapel. I haven't been over in many years, so I can't speak for what they're doing with the chapel now, but the chapel is one of the few chapels where not only have renegade Catholic groups, you know, the very traditional Catholic groups used that chapel in the past, Mm 
but mm-hmm. also Satanists. Oh, and um, also there's a very Mason, Masonic oh. connection in that area. Really? And it's also a very tortured cemetery. If you talk to the spirits there, many of I have some pictures I should probably show you, Ron. Next time I, I show you, where um, these um, many of the people who were buried there have been disturbed, oh. and they're not happy about that. Mm-hmm. And they weren't even put back in their boxes, the um, oh. cemetery. They just, you know, boarded it, um, cemented it up. Oh. There's some of the most beautiful. The mm-hmm. chapel is beautiful, but there's some of the most beautiful monuments in there. Mm-hmm. A lot of and headless. Saw. A lot, a lot I, of I've headless never ones. seen <laughs> so many missing heads in my, ever, in my cemetery travels. Yes, I, I, that's another really, problem. Yeah. It's been a place of violence. Yeah. Um, they now, one of the reasons I don't go over as much is they also train pit bulls for fights in there. Oh, my and, God. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so there's a lot of energy in there. You've got to sort of brush away. But there's some fascinating monuments in there and some very interesting energies. And mm-hmm. you will get some amazing pictures. Hmm. And um, it's a lovely place, but it's also a very sad place. Mm-hmm. I would believe that. I would believe that. And I mean, I, I felt like when I was there, I was a little bit sad because it was so, um, parts of it were just so neglected yes. and overgrown. And you yes. get this feeling when you're there about they've just, maybe they just like to forget about it. Um, well, there's a lot of problems. It does butt up to the university. Right. And so, you know, this is a place for students to do their little hazing and all of that. Mm. And um, it does butt up to one of the less, you know, let's just say more economically challenged areas. Oh, okay. And so it's sort of caught over there. Right. And it's, but if you go on a nice sunny day, we you did. can actually feel the energy where in the old days they would take their carriages and actually take the train up there and visit the loved ones and have a picnic. Oh, I bet. And it was a designed and architecturally planned out cemetery. So it mm-hmm. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um, definitely garden style cemetery. Yeah. The one area I love is the orphan cemetery. And if you go in there, you can get EVP. Really? I don't, you know, I, I don't think we went to... we got to do another road trip. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We'll have to go back. This is really Let me know. I'm, I'm not even 10 miles from there. Oh, wow. well. Then we're going to have to go there with Lily. So there. Yeah. That is a beautiful place. Also, we have the Landmark Theater here in Syracuse mm-hmm. and a firehouse that has a, a, a someone who is staying. And there's other little places as well. Um I've had some very interesting, amazing um, experiences just even around Syracuse. Salem's a whole nother story because it is so old. Right. And there is so many layers of energy in Salem. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way I can describe Salem is it's got layers. Mm-hmm. But um, Syracuse is good. I want to get up to Mount Hope Cemetery in Rochester, who everyone says is also almost as good and some people you know it's up to subjective better than oakwood 
but I uh-huh. haven't had a chance to go up there. Mm-hmm. What I'm dealing with, and you'll appreciate this, I'm very open about the fact that um, John Ellie has liver cancer, and he's going through oh. some amazing, amazing treatments at Strong Memorial Hospital in Rochester. Mm-hmm. And one of the problems I have as a psychic and a medium is sometimes discerning who's really there versus who's not there in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever had that experience, but like with um, Salem, the only other places I found that are as layered tend to be hospitals, some hotels, things like that, where that there's just sense. layers of residual energy mm-hmm. and, um, you know, events. I mean, a train station, for example, I don't think is going to be as haunted, so to speak, as a hospital because there's not great events. Sure, you meet your friends at the train station or you go away to war or whatever, but it is to me, it's the events. Have you found that to be true, too? It's where there have been great events where you're going to find the energy most um, stirred, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Absolutely. Definitely. And, and, you know, when you think about a cemetery, it's not just the dead. It's also the living who come through year after year. Right. Right. This is very true. We, we in that chapel, we, um, it was kind of, kind of, sort of boarded up. <laughs> but Ron and I managed yes. to get by the, uh, that big board across and, the And actually, the, I just I just posted uh, a few pictures of that chapel up on uh, our Facebook page, which is what, Ann? Uh, we're at Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation on Facebook. Um, oh, where are those pictures? Wait a minute. I just posted them up. Anyways, we're coming up to the break uh, okay. in, in about 30 seconds. And, I'm afraid you know, of what you post. Excuse me? <laughs> you have so much faith in me, my dear. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we are, this, well, okay, we can, uh, as well take the break now, because here comes the beats. Okay, okay anyways, so- you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation right here on Pararex, uh, Tojinet, Ghost Channel, podcast uh, on iTunes or on your smart app on your smart-ass phone. So there you go. With Ann Carrigan and Ron Kolick, our special guest is Lily Alley, and we'll be right back after the following messages. Can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I am required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Welcome to Talkinet, radio with a cutting edge. 
Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and our special, sorry, our special <laughs> guest tonight, Lily Alley. Ta-da, so, here we are. Thank you so much. Yep. I don't know, when you went into the chapel, did you also see the back room of the chapel where they used to keep the bodies? Uh, we did go into a back room there. I'm not familiar what was going on where and where, but yeah, we it, did. It was kind of hard to get around in there because the floor was missing in places. Yeah, a little bit. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. And some of it was kind of um, block, blocked off and falling. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, so was, I, I'm not sure. Old. <laughs> if yes. you go on the outside to the right, that's mm-hmm. where the stairs go down, and that's where they actually would bring the body. Oh. Yeah, that, we went there. We went around the backside, remember? I actually just posted a picture of it, I think. Um, I had Wait a few from my... I posted three pictures. I posted three more. I'll see wow. your three and raise your three. All right. I'm going back <laughs> on my thing. Huh. Anyways, uh, Lily, one thing I, I did want to mention is, is you know, uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, they, they think about mediums and psychics and everything else, and... You know, they still have the, the gypsy connotations to them. And, and you know, if you, I was looking at your bio, you have a, a degree in psychology and a, a master's in communication. So, I mean, yeah, yeah you're not the uh, gypsy, I guess. That, that kind no, of, not at all. Uh, <laughs> and I, I tend to look at things from the real world first rather than the spirit world, because we have to, when we're mediums, when we're psychics, we have to keep a foot in both worlds and take very seriously what, sure, in Salem, especially in October, we get the people that I would call, you know, the the whoosie, whatsie, looky-loos who want to find out whether you're real or not. And that's wonderful, and that's entertainment, Okay. But there's also many people who come to me throughout the year who are a little more serious. And the what I see and what I feel or hear or read for them, they will take seriously. Mm-hmm. So I have to be twice as serious about mm-hmm. what kind of information I am giving them. All right? We, right. Are, we have to be very responsible, especially if we're going into a home and telling someone what's in their home. I mean, this is a huge investment for these people. Um, this is something that near and dear, they are worried about their family, their pets, their friends. And so we have to be as scientific about it as we can be, 
but also as subjective and reading what their thoughts and fears are as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. That's a hard, that's a hard thing. If you think about the responsibility we carry, a lot of this new generation says, Ooh, ghosts. Well, yes, it's a lot of fun, but it's also a very, very large responsibility. Exactly. Most people mm-hmm. don't understand that. Mm-hmm. You know, Lily, I, I, I have to. I mean, how did you win the? I mean, is this all you do? And and I'm sure you've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Do you ever? No, know? this is all I do. Okay. So how did? I mean, growing up and and yeah, yeah, you had that background. You you knew you you could do stuff, but. Is that something you always wanted to do? I mean, you went on, you got a degree in psychology. You, Absolutely you not. This is not what I wanted to do when I grew up. No. So, so um, how, did, how did this happen? <laughs> tell, tell me that road, because this is interesting. People, uh, you don't understand how sometimes you get the calling. It's really not what you really plan. And it, it was a, a calling. It was sort of a synchronicity. I was in radio and um, the media. For 25 years oh, wow. and I was very happy doing what I was doing and um, unfortunately my body did not seem to like me doing what I was doing and I ended up becoming disabled and uh-huh. so I, I have problems with my back and I have problems with my uh, nervous system where sometimes an arm works and sometimes it doesn't. So that sort of took me out of doing what I was doing. And um, I really didn't know what I was going to do. At that point, I was managing a a new age store. Mm -hmm. And so I was doing that for a while, but even that was hard because I was not doing real well at getting up and down and and moving around. And in fact, Ron, you're going to laugh, it was Christian Day who said, why don't you do this full time? Really? And I thought he was insane. Um, <laughs> but I said, what do I have to lose? A lot of people still do, by the way. <laughs> yes. I, I, and I, I thank him muchly because he said, why don't you do this? You've been doing it. I had always been doing it on the side. And so he really was the one who pushed me into doing this as a career. And in the beginning, I said, you know, this is never going to work. And now it's, it's working out very well. Because, A, I, I have the time to do it, being disabled, and, B, it also helps me. Um, and I feel good about helping other people. Now, when I say this, and I'm going to be very blunt, a lot of people come to me and they say, I want to be a meeting. Mm-hmm. And I will say to people, do you have what it takes? And I don't mean that from the standpoint of do you hear voices or see things, it does take out of your physical body because you're using your body as an instrument. I am not comparing the use of it to a football player who, of course, could get many more wounds than we will. But when we are working as hard as we work, um, sometimes it does you do need to take extra care of yourself. You need to take vitamins. You do need to take extra rest. And so it worked out for me. I am not saying it would work out for everybody or anybody. It's a personal choice. Just like everything I'm saying today 
has been from my experience, not from everyone's experience. And no medium can talk for all mediums. Right. We all do things a little differently. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and that's, I think that's a, a key. A lot of people uh, don't realize that. You know, they think that, you know, one medium is the same as another medium is the same as another medium. And that's not necessarily true. And and sometimes, uh, how can I say this? You know, the spirit might come through better in through one medium than another medium. And, and that may be because the spirit just likes this medium better than another medium. Do you, or they resonate. I, or they resonate. It, it may not even be a like as much yeah, as it resonates. Yeah, thank you. That's what I was looking for. It, it, very good. Yep. So you agree with that then? Oh, absolutely. That's why when I do the heavy duty seances, the spirit circles that we do in Salem, I work with Deborah Freeman. Personally, mm-hmm. I think she's a much better medium than I am. Um, but she is what I would call a very quick connector. Mm-hmm. And she's my co-host on Happy Medium. She's a very quick connector. She is very good at connecting. I tend to get more physical, so I tend to go off in la-la land and get information and sometimes get, you know, the information regarding I I will feel the choking or I will feel a pain in the leg. And so I'm more of a physical medium than some are. It depends. Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, there's all different kinds of gifts with this, just as there's all kinds of different people. And you can't just say, you know, so it's like a doctor. Some doctors are very good at diagnosing. Others have better bedside manner. You sort of want to get the one that's best for you. Exactly. And right. that's the same thing with the medium. Um, and it is a practice. It is something you have to grow on or you'll stagnate. You have to be prepared for anything. I mean, Deborah and I often will tell our clients, you know, when they're very hesitant, because there's some very strange things that happen. Um, I don't know if you've ever had the um, haunted toilets, but we've had haunted toilets. And um, <laughs> people are embarrassed. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you say, you know, come on, we've, you know, it's 30 years experience, each of us, we've seen it all. But we really haven't. And we are open and always waiting to learn something new. And the thing is, you do. Every single hunt, you are learning something new. Every single session with a client you learn something new. So it's an honor to work with that client. And it's an honor to do that hunt. Though I hate the word hunt because it reminds me of foxes and hounds. <laughs> and we're really doing an exploratory um, walkthrough. Yeah. The same as if you were buying a house, looking at everything mm-hmm. and checking out the physical possibilities, debunking, and then checking out what else is there. Yeah, I like investigation. It's a good word. Uh, investigation is a very good word. But uh, I, I'm not afraid of ghost hunt. That, that's just, it. Just it's more of an entertaining thing if you're doing a ghost hunt. I look at it. It is. Uh, it is, yeah. and certainly I can handle that better at a cemetery than at someone's house. I hate yeah. to say, hey, I'm here to hunt. You yeah, know, I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I, I know where you're coming from, Lily. I, I definitely understand that totally. <laughs> Um, we have a question from the chat room. Uh, Ghost Girl would like to know if you do readings by phone, uh, Lily. Yes, I do. Okay, great. And how and how could they contact you to 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 get? They one can con- The best way to contact me is to immediately um, go to my um, Facebook. I'm in on Lily Alley, 
or they can go to Psychics for Hire, and I'm on there as well. And those are the best two places that I, I'm usually haunting, is my okay. Facebook and um, also on Psychics for Hire. And okay. those are the two places I mainly hang. You know, I always hear about the Psychics for Hire, and of course, and I really have nothing to do with it, but could you explain it a little bit? What, what is Psychics for Hire? Psychics for Hire is just one of many companies that is out there where you can call in and it's a secure situation and get the psychic you want. This one is owned by Christian Day. It was started way back, um, actually, I think either right when or right before um, Hex opened, but around that time, don't quote me on the time. And it's been a wonderful experience because I work with a lot of good psychics. And what I like about it is a lot of them, Ron, are, you would know them. You know what I mean? You, and you can tell when a client says, you know, I think I want a second opinion. We can offer each other to each other because we know if someone wants, for example, a male psychic, mm-hmm. I, I know who to suggest on there because I know them. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. And I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's so, always better to, you know, send to someone, someone you know than to say, well, you know, I see a name and a face. So, so basically, it's it's a hotline for psychics. You call up and you can uh, get a reading over the phone. Is is that yes? Okay, all right, that's cool. And uh, and is there a website or anything that people can go to to psychicsforhire dot com? Wow, that's really a tough one. There you go. Yes. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, before we we go on with you, we have to take a little break, uh, Lily. Uh, and we have a new episode of uh, Beyond Bizarre from my gal, uh, Fala Ventura. So here we go. We'll be right back. Okay. Little Zombies. In Texas, the fire ant, one of the South's biggest pests, is facing a new predator of its own. Researchers at Texas A&M University have introduced a tiny forage fly, originally native to South America, to lay their eggs onto fire ants. These eggs hatch into maggots inside the ant and begin to eat away at the ant's brains, essentially turning the fire ants into tiny little zombies. The ants wander around for up to two weeks while the maggots eat away at their brains until the ant's heads fall off. Then. The maggot turns into a fly and is ready to start the cycle over again. A terrifying tidbit from Viola Ventura's Beyond Bizarre. And that is truly Beyond Bizarre. Okay, I thought that was a gross tidbit, not a terrifying yeah. tidbit. Well, that's right up your alley. I mean, you like The Walking Dead. That's that's right oh. up there. You, you should be, uh, yeah. Ew. Yeah, I know how many times you're going to retell it. You know what play we play. Oh, my God. Anyway. And how many people are eating dinner while they're listening? Oh, uh, I know. All right. Not, none right now. Drop that. that. Drop that pizza. <laughs> yeah. Drop that pizza uh, now. Oh, my it. God. Yeah, oh, right. So, now, Lily, I noticed on your website you're also an author. Yes. And you have a uh, a book. 
left, yes. left is right. Yeah, that's usually what authors write. Um, you know, they they write books. Yeah, Ron. Thanks. I'm just that's saying. Good. You know. <laughs> so what's the name of your book? Really, Writers Muscle Center. It's basically um, on using magic in a balanced format, mm. and this is a beginning book for people who may not have found their path or who have found their path and they've got a lot of questions. And it's really a book to get you to start thinking about what you believe in, what's your spirituality, um, breaking a few myths about different kinds of spirituality that's out there, and also allowing you to figure out where you're at with things. Mm -hmm. And of course, John comes from a very, he's a, a dark magician. And everyone who knows me knows I, I'm, I'm poofy and, you know, glittery. And I, I tend to come from the right side. Yeah, they don't call me bunny for nothing. Um, and so that's, it, it was really fascinating. He and I are going to be rewriting that and doing a second edition because a lot of people have enjoyed it. And the one thing they asked for was to have exercises put in there. So oh, cool. there were some questions and answers, but there weren't any real magical exercises, so we're thinking mm -hmm. of doing that as well. Oh, well, you know what? That sounds like a great idea. I could get that for Ian and turn to a true witch, not just the title. Ha, 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 You're uh, funny. Yeah, we no, have I a question from the chat room. No, I'm gonna I'm going to ignore your comment. Good idea. Uh, Stephen Scott asks, um, Lily, have you noticed a shift in people's perceptions with regard to the work you do? And how is it portrayed in the media today? He says, is the expectation, oh, wow. is the expectation and fantasy overcoming the reality? Wow. Yes, yes, excellent question. Deborah and I talked about this on our show a little bit in that it's very hard when I'm doing a session with you at my home or on the phone I don't have the um, glorification of the editing God. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So what they don't understand, and it's the one thing that really always I enjoyed about ghost hunters in the beginning, is they did show people sitting bored to tears looking at <laughs> the video and the audio over and over again. That's <laughs> really yeah. the deal. All right. The deal yeah. is not just going in and saying, wow. Who's in here? Mm -hmm. Right. So to answer his question, they've made it much harder on us. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I think it's you really know, different. Um, this goes back to what you're saying, that so many people are afraid of so many things when there's really nothing to be afraid about. Uh, you know, this, how many demonologists are out there now? It's like everybody in their sister is a demonologist. And it's like, you know what? There ain't that many demons running around out there. You? <laughs> Unless you manifest them, and then you can have all the demons you want. Oh, there you but go. just stay there away you. from me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I, I think that's the biggest complaint I have. And let's face it, I come from the media, okay? Right. Okay. Uh, now we're show of Lily talking to someone and um, having them work out their problem in their house um, doesn't sell, okay? Um, a show about Lily going to the house and throwing holy water and bringing in, you know, icons and um, screaming and saying it's a bad spirit in here, that sells. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't blame any of the talent on these shows. I think they all are relatively, I mean, my favorite is Amy Allen, and I do love Ghost Adventures and Ghost Hunters, but um, I loved Ghost Mine. I loved Ghost Mine because mm-hmm. that tells a story and gives you the history as well. Mm-hmm. We and have him on the show. Is a show. Yep. Oh, excellent show. Excellent show. And so, yeah, yeah, we had that guy on here. Ghost mine, that's that's the, the girl who was on Girls Gone Wild. Oh, stop. I'm serious, she is. I thought we had a guy on here and he was ghost mine. No? Right, let's, let's, it's let's a guy on. and a girl. It's yeah, a guy girl, and a girl the, on Ghost Mine. Okay. The girl, the girl was actually uh, on one of those uh, Girls Gone Wild videos. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's great. Well, we all do stupid things when we're younger. Yeah, well, I, well, I've been on a few myself. I just want you know. I mean, I, think I recognize. <laughs> okay. Well, the the bottom line is, it's an entertaining show that also shows people that there's the history side. Exactly. And we do have to know our history. Exactly. Okay. So I find those shows good, but yeah, I um, like them too. Some of the shows are, are ridiculous, and <laughs> I can't imagine anybody wanting their cards read on TV. Right. Okay. I can't. I can't imagine that. All right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if they want their cars read on TV, you know, there's one born every minute, and <laughs> I can't imagine a psychic who's going to give you all the information that she picks up or he picks up on TV. Right. Okay. Right. This is very personal things. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We're talking about you know very serious things, and that's not something that you necessarily want on, you know, public television. And when you go to a psychic, that's not something you sign up for. Mm -hmm. Even if you say, yes, you can film me. Um, So I have a a little bit of an issue with that. But in general, it's good because people don't look at you like you're nuts anymore. (laughs) Um, But it's bad that the media is um, giving us Kentucky Fried Ghost Hunt. You know, (laughs) So, anyways, we are running down on time, and and I do want to mention you are the host of your own radio show on PowerX uh, called Happy Mediums, along with uh, Debbie Debbie, Debbie Freeman. Freeman, who you know. Yeah, you probably don't remember her, but you, I, I she do. worked with me at Omen. Okay. Really? Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> my my mind's garbage. I'm His mind is so, a sieve. So, <laughs> if, if people tune into your show, what can they expect? Uh, First of all, well, we talked about, now this week, tomorrow night, we're going to have Kenneth Dyke Gulliver talking about Myrna the Death Puppet. And yes. Myrna has come out with some amazing um, channelings regarding people's death. Oh and God. Christine Wicker, you know Kenneth Dyke Gulliver. Um, I had him, I had him on, my, on the first original Ghost Chronicles show like 12 years ago. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, He's yeah. phenomenal. He's got this doll. It's unbelievable. It's it's so cool. Really? Yes. It yes. tells you when it's you're going to die. It's awesome. And you ought to go try it. Oh, thanks. Well, I have never asked Myrna, and I, I don't think I will. I don't but think I will. But I, I have seen people who have, you know, asked Myrna, mm-hmm. or Myrna has said something, and it has come out huh. very much to be pretty accurate. Author Christine Wickers is the one who really, you know, talked a lot about Myrna at first. And Myrna's become sort of a legend in, in her own time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so it's very interesting because that's a different form of mediumship that you don't see every day. Oh, absolutely. And that, but the thing is, Deborah and I, we we do tell stories of our of our experiences, but we also keep it light. That's why we call it the happy mediums because with our work, if you don't have a good sense of humor, and this works with paranormal investigation too, you're not going to stay long in this field. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, you've got to you've got to have a team kind of attitude, and you've also got to just sometimes just laugh. Yes, because. You're not going to get an answer right away. And from a psychic perspective, if you think about it, there's nothing worse being a psychic because I help you with an issue in your life today, and I may never hear from you again. Right. And you've gone on with your life, and hopefully it's helped. But I've watched like one soap opera episode, and I can't get the, the channel anymore. You <laughs> see what I mean? And yeah. so you have to have that sense of humor and let go and um, it's a lot of fun. But yeah. you also, at the end of the day, hope that you helped. And that's true of most of the paranormal, you know, talent that I know. They Absolutely. want to help in the long run. Mm-hmm. They want answers. Or the good ones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And your show is at what time? Uh... 10 o'clock. I'm right after... That's the doorbell. It means pizza from the dead is here, so we've got to wrap the show up. Okay. All righty. <laughs> um, we're on after um, Reverend Tim Shaw and after Marla, so at 10 o'clock Eastern time, Thursday oh. night. Wow, that's a good lineup. That's a really that good is a, lineup. That's a great lineup. Wow, you could you could have the whole night. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep, we, uh, we suggest people spend the night with us. Yeah, well, I, every time I suggest that, I get in trouble. You get slapped. Uh, more than likely. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Lily, we want to thank you so much for being on our show. And uh, once again, your your website is spell it out for us. So because it's a little L i l l e e a l l e e dot com. I also you can get it through going through psychicsalem dot com. And um, you can find me on Facebook under my name, and you can certainly contact me there if you have any questions. Don't hesitate. Excellent. Right. That's and great. T- and tune in to uh, Pararex on uh, Thursday nights at 10 p.m. right after uh, Mala. And uh, <laughs> you can hear Deborah and Lily. And by the way, I posted uh, our episode 97 of Myrna the Death Doll, the original Ghost Chronicles, on our Ghost Chronicles Next Generation page. So, oh, boy. if you want to learn more about the story, the doll, you can. I'm going to have to listen to that now. Oh, oh I, I don't think you want to. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like that that video. If you watch it, you're going to die within a week. So. Oh, great. Okay, like the ring. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, Lily, thank you so much for tuning in. And, thank and I you both so much. Thank you, Lily. Good night. night. Well, it's time to wrap it up. And uh, uh, that's, don't forget, tune in next week when we yes. have a live video broadcast, which you can see here on Tojanet and also on um, the East Bridgewater site, which is what, Ann? www.ebctv.org. And uh, hopefully we won't have sound issues again this month. If we do, we apologize. 
But uh, you can always catch the the uh, they're on demand. Yeah, it is on okay. video on demand on our website. As Dan well. and I are on demand. How do you like that? Oh, it's about time. Yeah. All right. There you go. So, anyways, <laughs> we want to thank uh, Lily for for being our guest tonight. We want to thank everybody for listening, and uh, I guess it's time to wrap it up. So, good night. God bless all. Good night, and thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night, deliver us, good Lord.